0: Meg! Meg! What's going on over there? <laughs> like, hey ma'am, what's happening here? Now hold on a moment, sir. I know the two of them. They're friends. What happened? Uh, I don't believe this. I see. Oh, Meg! Well, could you explain your relationship <sighs> to either her or the victim? Yeah, I know the two of them. They're both my friends. I'm Jack, and this is Robert's girlfriend, Meg. Oh, I see. Well, I'm What sorry- happened to Robert? Actually, we don't yet exactly know what happened to him this evening. You don't know? Isn't this a murder? Okay, It's unlikely to be a homicide case. Not a murder? Then what's that? Did you see his face? What's happened? Oh my God! Well, we'll get to the bottom of this. Welcome to episode 41 of the Tidal Hack Podcast, I'm your man Chris Scullion um, It has been a while since I've done a podcast, it actually hasn't um, I did one a couple of weeks ago um, and for whatever reason there were issues with it when it went online um, It wasn't appearing on Spotify, it wasn't appearing on iTunes um, So I removed it um, and then quickly realised I didn't have the, um, the original files anymore So basically the um, podcast was gone forever which was unfortunate, but hey ho, that's 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 life. So technically, this is the replacement episode forty-one um, because obviously, by the, like if I'd just repeated what I'd said in that one, it would be massively out of date by now. Um, it covered stuff like um, E three being cancelled and all that kind of stuff. Um, <clears throat> you know, excuse me as well because my voice isn't quite what it usually is. Um, I'm just a finished. Well, I'm almost finished recovering from a condition. Yeah, let's just say um, it was an extremely dry cough. It was really painful, but um, I'm still not entirely certain what it was because obviously, as, as you're probably aware, um, certainly if you're based in the UK, you don't really. It's not really likely that you get tested for anything coronavirusy um, unless you're hospitalised, and and what I had was never that bad, and I, I needed to go to hospital um so so as a result um yeah I just had to guess at what I might have had um it obviously didn't get bad enough to the point that I had to go to hospital or anything like that so either it was that and that my symptoms were thankfully quite mild or it was something totally different and just just unfortunate timing that happened during uh the the, the period where everyone else is Trying to d- decide whether they've got coronavirus or not, so we'll see. Whatever it was, it's, it's on the way out, which is which is good. Um, but yeah, doesn't exactly work in wonders for my voice, but not to worry. Um, there's what's been going on since since the last one. Um, obviously, the the Mario stuff leaked. Um, Andy, uh, former CVG editor, uh, who now edits VGC. Um, he basically broke the story that um, there's going to be loads of Mario games coming to uh, the Switch later this year Um, basically remasters of Mario 64 Mario Sunshine, Mario Galaxy um, and then a separate one of uh, Mario um, New Super Mario not New Super Mario, Super Mario 3D World uh, the Wii U game Uh, which is good because I've been saying all along I've wanted that one um, to get remastered for the Switch, that's lovely. Um, I'm not sure. I can't remember exactly how much has been given away. Um, about the 64 Sunshine and Galaxy remasters, I know a fair amount about them. Like I know what what title they'll be released under and stuff like that. But I'm not sure how much has been revealed. So I'll sit on that for now until I know. I'm not saying anything silly that's going to get me into trouble. So I'll just leave it at that. Um, but regardless when I found out the details I was like yes I'm so excited so 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 excited for that so that's good news um what else the Mario Lego was shown but we'll talk about that in a bit because one of the questions I've got is about Mario Lego and this is going to be a fairly short one I want to do more regular podcasts but short ones um partly for that reason but also partly because my voice isn't going to uh hold up for a full hour um, it's just not gonna happen. <laughs> Sorry. Um but so yeah, that's that's that. Uh what else? That's been about it, news wise, for for me at least. I've been uh I've been playing the TurboGraphics. Um not Turbo Graphics, the British version, the core graphics mini. Um i have a full review going up the site later this week, but long story short, it's fantastic. Um the fifty odd games on it are brilliant. Uh by and large there's a lot of shoot 'em ups on there. So if you like shoot 'em ups you'll being a hog 7 as they say in the trade um, the shoot em up trade and yeah there's just a lot there's a lot of weird, uh, weird ones in there because obviously um, it's the game library is very similar to the Japanese version the PC Engine Mini um, which means there's a few Japanese games on there that are one or two that are pretty much unplayable because there are Angelic Snatchers on there and Snatchers one of my uh, top 5 favourite games of all time but the English Mega CD version uh the TurboGrafx uh PC engine version uh was only ever in Japanese, so that's the version you get here, so it's it's unplayable. because uh, this is basically a visual novel. Um so if you don't speak Japanese you're stuffed. Um I'm getting out of breath just talking. Um, so yeah, that's that's that. Um it's excellent. So oh. expect a full review later in the in the week. Um I'll do my usual video, kinda of breaking down every every game but again the video is going to be pretty <laughs> heavily edited because it's probably going to last about an hour and I can't talk for a full hour just now um, my voice and my breath is just too um, just too done in um, so that's that um, I'm currently playing through Streets of Rage 4 uh, for review on the site um, but that's heavily embargoed until the end of the month so uh, I'll hold fire on that just now, you'll find out more just keep an entire little hack around about the end of April Um, And you'll get the full details there. Um, So until then, just to to keep this a fairly short one, um, I got asked questions for the last time I recorded episode 41, which then disappeared into the ether. But luckily I still have the Google Doc that's got those questions on it. Um, So I'll redo the questions that are still relevant, because a lot of them were like, what do you think about this thing that's just happened? And obviously um, it's happened now. (laughs) So it's it's like, it's, it's... ancient history and one was asking about will there ever be another Nintendo Direct and obviously there has been one since so that's pretty pointless um, but we'll look at the ones that are still relevant um, <coughs> Barry McGuigan asks what's your view on the Nintendo online offerings for NES and SNES in terms of quality and frequency um, obviously everyone would prefer the frequency to be a bit better um they're they're not releasing them on anywhere near a regular basis. But I'm really happy with the ones they're adding at least. Um, especially the the NES stuff, they're adding some really interesting obscure stuff that I would never ex have expected them to release. Um and hopefully they'll do the same on the SNES. I mean the SNES launched with Demon's Crest, which is pretty um is it Demon's Crest? My my mind's not working today. I'm pretty sure it is. Let me look it up. Yeah, Demon's Crest, the goes and Go spin-off. Um, it launched with that, which is a fantastic game and hardly anyone remembers it. Or, uh, so, stuff like that. Um, And then recently they brought out Super Tennis, which is, a, not Super Tennis, a Smash Tennis, which is an excellent tennis game. Um, so there's some genuinely, the, the quality of games on there is generally quite high. Uh, the only exception is maybe some of the NES ones at launch, stuff like Soccer, which I personally enjoy, but so basic, Um, so some of the NES ones at launch were a bit meh but ever since then at least, even though the releases aren't very frequent, they're at least all generally very very good Um, so that's fine, so in terms of quality happy, in terms of frequency it could always be better, but there you go um Afi Lockhart is asking for my views on Lego Mario and whether I'll get some for Serena when she's old enough um, Lego Mario looks like cool tech but I, I won't be getting it Um, number one I don't have the space and number two I'm not really sure what I would do with it I would get it if it was like a not I wouldn't literally get it but I would understand it if it was um, a lego version of peach's castle or something like like a normal lego set you would you would build you know you get the death star and all that kind of stuff if you could get a lego peach's castle um, then I'd be all up for that but um, this weird kind of Lego stage set up where you put a Bluetooth Mario on top of things and it's got sensors underneath that build coins and stuff like, I don't get that um, I'm sure it'll be a novelty for kids but I'm not sure kids will spend hours on that either um, so I don't know, we'll see it's a cool idea and it's a cool wee gimmick but it's it's not for me and hopefully the kids will get a kick out of it I suppose we'll see once once it's near launch um, but I just have the space for it anyway, so I'm, in a way I'm kind of happy that it doesn't appeal to me because um, I would have had a pretty serious decision to make <laughs> if, if I was like, oh shit, I need that, but I actually don't, so that's okay. Um, Balladeer also asks, what should the next Nintendo Lego set be? So basically one of the Lego spokespeople said, look, we've not spent all this time arranging this... Um, deal with Nintendo just to do some Mario stuff and then draw a line under it, which implies there'll be more Nintendo Lego coming. Um I think Zelda's the obvious one. Everyone wants a Zelda Lego set um of some sort of thing, be it Hyrule Castle or whatever. Um you'd hope with the Zelda stuff because it would maybe be skewed towards a slightly older audience that maybe those will be actual just like proper builds rather than um Bluetooth enabled links or anything like that. Um, but in terms of that I'm trying to think of a really knobby obscure one just to annoy everyone but (laughs) I'm drawing a blank Um, maybe a Lego version of the Blue Falcon from F-Zero or maybe even like a Lego version of the first stage in Donkey Kong the original Donkey Kong would be pretty cool Um, but yeah there's lots of possibilities it's just whether, whether they're considered a bit too niche for for various markets but hey if they can make um, a Stranger Things one and if they can make a Friends one and all that I'm sure they can they can stretch to um, a Splatoon one or something like that so we'll see um, Andy Gilmore asks what are your thoughts on the Evercade and the direction it's going with the games announced so far anything you'd really like to see on it and how do you rate its chances in the current market if you're not aware of it the Evercade is a handheld that's coming out very soon in a couple of months I think Um, and it's got a TV out, it lets you play it on the TV, and what it basically is, is it comes, it it plays cartridges. This company have, have, um, basically done deals with loads of publishers and developers, and they're releasing retro cartridges, officially licensed retro cartridges that contain old games, so there's like an interplay collection, and uh, we just got Earthworm Jim and Fighter and stuff on it, and then there's a Atari collection and an Amco collection, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and each one has got like six to ten games or something on like it. Um, and the idea is that <clears throat> it's all very well and good to Kevin of handhelds that play emulators and stuff, but if you can get some people still like physical copies of games, so. Um, it's like a physical retro collection type thing, I think it's a cool idea I'm trying to get one for review to see how it holds up Um, But by all accounts the initial reviews are quite positive Um, so we'll see, Um, I'm not sure how I'd rate its chances in the current market I get the feeling it'll do a good it'll do strong sales when it first comes out and then it might just die down a bit Um, I get the feeling everyone who wants it will get it and then it'll be a hard sell for everyone else but Um, we'll see, I suppose you never really predict these things so um, we shall see Um, Connor Bennett says with E3 2020 no longer being a trade event and more of a space of time to have a digital stream do you think we'll see even more of a race to be the first event on Um, it's going to be interesting because obviously presumably Microsoft were going to have been the first um, company doing uh presentation at E32020 and now there is no E32020 so what's going to happen my guess is that all the companies who are going to do um presentations and who are still planning on it uh, will do it will still agree to do it in the same week because oh, it's still E32020 week cuz everyone still gathers together in E3 week to watch all the presentations it's still an event so uh, I would imagine they'll all kind of still do it and I would also imagine that Microsoft will still be first um, because just purely in a sense in terms of sense because uh, they still have to properly announce the the Xbox Series X, I mean I know it's been announced but they need to say here's the system, here's how it works, here's the games, we've not seen any games on it yet uh, so Microsoft need to officially unveil it first uh, in in a proper E three style, before third party developers can then come out and say, okay, now here's our, here's our next gen games. Uh, so logic suggests that Microsoft will still be first if they do it like this, and then all the others will follow up. So I suppose we'll need to wait and see what happens. Um, Bali says, do you think we'll see video game delays in the coming months? Last of Us 2, Cyberpunk etc well obviously since then Last of Us has been delayed um, indefinitely so that's a, a pretty hard one but yeah there, there's going to be delays um, there, there's going to be more um, not certain Cyberpunk is one because it must be out pretty soon is it not? Um, I've not really been following that let me see Cyberpunk 2077 um, oh it's out in September so maybe not um, is it? I thought it was a lot earlier than that there's a Cyberpunk Xbox coming out in June, so oh. I'm just checking this 28th, when in the hell is Cyberpunk out? What's going on? 17th of September it still says, I'm going with 17th of September, I don't know why in my head I thought it was April but never mind, um, that's how out of the loop I am just <laughs> um but yes, yeah, so it hasn't been delayed yet, from what I can tell. But other games like it um, will will be there will be delays because um, it's all well and good working from home, but um, the piece the the systems and setups that uh, developers have at home are wildly different from the ones they have in the office, and they're not necessarily going to be allowed to take dev kits home with them because there are so many um, uh, legalities and so many issues regarding that sort of thing. Um made a dev kit once. I can't remember who whose dev kit it was, 'cause it wasn't it wasn't we we would get sent Nintendo dev kits, but someone else sent us a dev kit when we needed it. Um and they made us sign this big sixty page legal document that basically said if you take this out of the office, uh we have the right to enter the office and raid your something ridiculous like that. Um or the this is one of the future futures lawyers like shot it down and it went back and forth for ages before we can even get this hardware, um. So yeah, I I would imagine there's probably not a lot of developers allowing their, yeah, a lot of studios allowing their developers to take dev kits home with them and stuff like that. So, um, and they'll be working on less powerful hardware at home presumably. So there's going to be delays just naturally, if they're not allowed to work in the office environment. So. We'll see what happens. I, think, I don't think Last of Us is going to be the only one. There's going to be a lot more to come. Um, Jimmy Duck Egg says, what would your dream modification or on add-on for a retro system be? Examples including HDMI for N64, um, FPGA, Sega CD and a cart like the Mega SD. Uh, he says he'd like to see Analog make a super graphics just to be affordable. He so basically wants a, an Analog uh, an HD version of a Turbo Graphics, which is totally understandable although um, given that the core graphics has both normal and CD-ROM based games in it um, if somebody can hack that it theoretically, theoretically it should be able to play anything so that would be good um, Bad Dream modification, I'm looking at all my systems now to see um, what I'm hoping for I'd like to see the Wii get a proper HDMI out mod because um, as it is just now the the Wii's best output is um, 480p through component and even then it's not proper digital, it's still an analogue signal Um, I'd like to see someone hack the Wii uh, like do a mod at it, do a mod for the Wii um, that will let it output a digital signal Um, whether that's even possible I'm not sure because even at 480p it's a really soft image and I'd love to be able to play Wii games at a proper sharp resolution without having to resort to Dolphin emulators because I never like emulators because I'm never 100% accurate, I want to play games on the actual systems um, so yeah I, there's some sort of HDMI mod for the Wii that outputs proper digital picture and not just converting the component to a crappy HD out um, I'm probably out of breath now, I'm talking too much I'm still not <laughs> Uh, on the menu, yeah. uh, Balladeer says, "What's your favourite dirty chicken shop and why?" Now, sadly, there aren't many dirty chicken. Dirty chicken, as in fake KFC. There aren't many dirty chicken shops in Edinburgh, I believe it or not. It's one of the big. When I lived in Wimbledon, uh, you couldn't move for dirty chicken shops. There was, there was like when you come out of uh, South Wimbledon Station, uh, there was like three in in, in one corner. Um, I can't remember what they were called but there was like there was a bunch of them all just round one corner and you couldn't move for them uh, but here they're, they're few and far between, you look on Just Eat and there's like two that deliver it in my area, so sadly at this point in time my favourite dirty chicken shop is KFC which <laughs> <laughs> is pretty um, conformist but there you go they they didn't do their good You still kind of beat a KFC bucket so there you go um Gaming at loudy says what's the progress in a Spotify release of the podcast well all going well you should be theoretically be able to listen to this episode on Spotify um, I said that in the last episode 41 I recorded but for some reason it never appeared and it was that issue that made me kind of try removing it and reloading it but it didn't obviously it all went tits up at that point so th- theoretically this one will be on Spotify if it doesn't turn up on Spotify I'm not going to force it again um, I'm just going to wait and see what happens so there's a very good chance you'll only be able to listen to this episode on the site and not on iTunes on or Spotify because for some reason it wasn't updating properly last time uh, but we'll see I'll just I'll be more patient this time so theoretically yes this podcast is on Spotify and if you search for tired old hack on Spotify just now you'll get all the previous episodes so you can at least listen to the archive on Spotify just now Um, I'm just checking to see whether it's refreshing properly and adding new episodes but leave it with me and we'll see Um, let's do one or two more and then we'll draw a line under it because I'm really struggling Uh, Bitem says do you reckon there'll be more of the recent Konami Anniversary Collection compilations I would hope so uh, because I quite enjoyed the Castlevania one the Contra one and the general arcade show up one Um, and similarly are there any Sega games you'd like to see get the Sega Ages treatment Yes, there are. Thank you for asking. Um, the most recent one coming out, the the new Sega Ages one coming out this week, I believe, or next week in the West is G Lock, which already came out in Japan. I've reviewed it already um, on Nintendo Life, the Japanese version, which is just the same as and it's really good. It's just a cool kind of, it's a fun, it's like kind of like Afterburner but with more action because afterburner is more about avoiding missiles whereas um g-lock the whole point is to destroy a set number of enemies in a time limit so it's almost like a racing game because you get a checkpoint and extended times and all that but you've got to kill x number of planes in x number of minutes um so g-lock's good but in terms of one i'd like ones i'd like to see get the treatment i want to see one of the virtua striker games get it um i would like to see um the virtual cop games, but I don't see that happening because it might not work that well. I suppose it might work well enough with the Joy-Con as a uh, pointer. Um, <clears throat> what else? It's mainly it's mainly Sega arcade games to be honest, uh, because you can get a hold of the console games relatively easily, um, even if it involves getting the old console or, or resorting to emulation or what have you. But a lot of Sega's arcade games have remained in the arcade and never made it to the home. Um, so stuff like um, I don't I don't even know, but but there, there's there's lots of kind of stuff from that era, from the Virtua Fighter era, uh, like some of the arcade Virtua Tennis games or some of the um, like Sega Sonic the Hedgehog, the the. Uh, the arcade only Sonic game uh, which is really quite cool but I'd love to play a proper version of that, so stuff like that there's lots of, Sega even more than Nintendo because most of Nintendo's arcade stuff is pretty straightforward but Sega's got a wealth of arcade content that kind of stayed in the arcade and never made it to the home so there's so much stuff that they could be picking from Um so we'll see um Stephen Woody says what are the best 3DS games and have you ever going to back are you ever going to go back to the best of system articles, yes I am uh, for those who don't know when I started Tidal Hack I was doing a series called the 30 best where I do the 30 best Dreamcast games and Amiga games and SNES games etc um, I'm going to go back to doing more of those uh, but before I do I want to go back to the old ones and refresh them a bit Um, especially the SNES one because I've obviously played every SNES game now for writing the SNES encyclopedia and there's a couple of new games I want to swap in Um, but also I want to do video versions of them all uh, to accompany them so that you can get either a video version or a written version because they're all just written only for now Um, so I'm going to update all those first and then do more new ones so yes they will be coming soon in terms of what the best 3DS games are um I mean Animal Crossing was the one I spent most time on but now you've got the Switch ones so it's kind of irrelevant now Super Mario 3D Land was great um, I had a soft spot for Ridge Racer 3D um, there's lots there's, I, I, I will do our best 3DS games at some point so just keep an eye out for that Um. And finally Turquoise September says you've asked guests on the podcast before about the five most important games to them which five would you say are yours well that's a very good question turquoise september and it is one that i will address in the next podcast i think because you want to kind of build a podcast around that um so watch this space and i'll mention i'll kind of talk about them in greater detail in the next episode potentially uh but for now because i would just go on and on and i I don't have the stamina to go on and on just now i'm going to stop just now if that's okay um so yeah hopefully i know that was a quick podcast is what 25 minutes or so uh, but hopefully it's just like a nice wee indication that the podcast is back. Um, uh, we'll hopefully be doing more regular ones. Uh, once I'm a hundred percent on the mend. Um, hopefully you can tell I'm I'm getting there, but I'm not quite there yet. Um, so yeah. Um, thank you very much for listening. Please do, uh, share with chums and such if you enjoyed this or if you, preferably, you want them to listen to older episodes because this one <laughs> wasn't exactly, uh, award winning. Uh, it's just a sick man talking. <laughs> <laughs> answering old questions uh, but so by all means feel free to point people in the direction of the general podcast on Spotify and let them listen to the old ones first um, but yeah until then uh, I'll catch you on the flip flop very soon with a lot more uh, podcasts and a lot more title hack stuff just bear with me while I get this totally out of my system and then it's party time cheers guys, hope you're all staying safe uh, catch you later, bye bye